Before we begin this episode, we would first of all like to thank all of our listeners for their endless support. We would also like to invite you to visit us on our website at www.preptgrind.com where you can gain access to all of our PrePT Grind platforms as well as your own PrePT Grind ebook, free ebook, titled The Top 10 Tips to Get into PT School. Our purpose with current and future content is to provide you with everything you need to be a stellar DPT school candidate. We look forward to serving you more and more. Enjoy the rest of this episode. This is a topic that a lot of our students, you know, bring up to us. We get a lot of questions. Uh, comes up in phone calls with pre-PTs, new grads, uh, clinicians, the whole nine. Um, so we're going to be breaking it down. And and honestly, it's it's something that follows you for for the life. So it's not something that you just have to master now. It's just not a small time motivational, you know, little twenty minute video that we're going to do about this, but it's something that you do have to take into consideration as you grow as a PT student. It's going to be more challenging to structure and balance your life than as a clinician, if you have a family, all that good stuff. Um, but uh, actually, some of our students have probably mastered this um, pretty good right now because a lot of them have recently been like on vacation or going on vacation now that their PTCAS application is done, um, you know, kind of early. So. A lot of them are are on this, you know, second phase or this different season of this whole uh, PT cash journey, and now they're enjoying the 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 fruits of their labor, the fruits of their structure and mm-hmm. balance, and and putting in the hard work. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. This is another pre PT chat. We do it every Thursday uh, around this time to give you guys uh, some guidance to chat about whatever you like. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Uh, structure and balance in pre PT. I love it. I love it. Tonight, we're talking about the top three, at least according to what we've seen, um, you know, you know, in our journeys, as well as, you know, in the journeys of some of our students, the top three steps to mastering your pre-PT school life balance. Um, I had someone uh, reach out to me recently. Now, this is not the first person. We have a lot of people that reach out to us about it. Um, and they requested, they were like, Joseph, would, would it be okay if you talked about this topic? Um, I'm currently you know, obviously in my journey, but I am struggling with it. And um, I I saw it fit to take care of that by doing this video. Um, We talked about balance before, but tonight we're going to be hitting it a little differently from how you may have heard us present it. Um, And as you guys are going through this, if you guys just, just, just know, if you guys ever have any questions from anything that we share, you can either comment, you know, the questions below and we'll address them, but you can also uh, reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com, and we'll be more than happy to make sure that you are well, well taken care of. But tonight, we're talking about the top three steps to mastering your pre-PT school life balance. We're, we're going to say these top three steps. We're going to break them down. And then after tonight, guys, that's what we're sharing tonight. So it's not going to be a long live stream. So if you do have any questions, feel free to comment them below. And also, as you guys are coming on, say what's up, just so we can call you out. But but, but the first thing, the first thing, Casey, and we, we, we can talk about this a little bit, but the first step to mastering your pre-PT school life balance is, I mean, a really basic one, understanding that balance does not exist. It doesn't exist. It, 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 I mean, I, I, think, I think I've always assumed and I've always told people, I, I feel like I even told my, my patients this today. I was telling them, like, I can't multitask well. I can't. Like, I can't do two things at the same time. And, you know, my fiance is all like, she's very skilled at being able to handle a lot of things at once. 
So for a long time, I just felt like, well, shoot, I, I, I'm just like ill-equipped to be able to handle a lot of things at the same time. And so I felt like, but I felt like there was something missing, something wrong with my abilities to not be able to do more than one thing at once. But the thing is, the reality of it is the fact that even when you're doing multiple things simultaneously, you're still not doing them all at the same time. Even in that midst, you are turning off your attention to one as you switch your, your attention to the other and so on and so forth. If it's two things, you're going back and forth 50-50. If it's three things, that's like 33%. If it's four things, 20, your percentage of how much you're able to focus on each thing reduces. So balance actually doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Priorities do, though. Balance doesn't exist, but priorities do. Everything is priorities. If it's important to you, you'll prioritize it. And so the first thing, if you are listening to this and you are uh, uh, a pre-PT student or really anybody else who's listening, but we're talking to pre-PTs. If you are a pre-PT that has realized that there are certain things there, even if it's after application, I spoke with someone today who after applying is, is dealing with a lot of opportunities. And as they're trying to figure out how to navigate those, they're kind of stuck. They're, it's a lot of good opportunities, but they're trying to figure out like, how do I balance all these? And so wherever you are, whatever stage you are in, if you are struggling with that, first of all, understand it doesn't exist, but priorities do. What are your priorities? Are you aware of them? If you, if you think you kind of know them, that means you haven't really laid it out for yourself to see. Have you written them down? What I, what I like to do actually, um, uh, and then case, feel free to drop fire on this man. Like what I like to do is I like to do three types of priority levels. And so um, on my phone, so I take my phone um, and, and, and one thing that I like to do is the day before, I'll, I'll pull it out, the notes section on my iPhone. If you don't have an iPhone, come on now. But, but, but the notes section, I'll actually go in and I'll write down all the things that I need to take care of the following day. All the things that are priorities to make sure that on the following day. So tonight I'm going to do it for tomorrow all the things that need to be taken care of. And if I can do that, then what I do next is I categorize them. I break them up into three groups, my, like, like, like three different tiers. My, my first level ones, I give a certain emoji. My second level ones, I give a certain one. It could be a check mark, a fire, whatever it is. I have a system that works for me, but I'm able to see in the mornings which ones are my top level priorities, which ones are my second level priorities, and which ones are my last priorities. Most of the times we have that flipped. How so, Joseph? Well, think about it. When you're in class and you have an exam coming up, but you really don't want to study, what do you do? Do I have any other assignments that I could finish? Do I have any other things that I could finish? Can I get ahead in anything else? And you find yourself doing a lot of busy work, and then what ends up happening is now you're like, shoot, I still haven't studied. So the major priority you didn't even take care of. But that's how we treat everything. And, and, that, and that's not just you. That's how we all treat everything. It's almost like a, like, like a coping mechanism to avoid the top level priority. So write it down. Understand that balance doesn't exist. Priorities do. So write your priorities down and understand what level those priorities are, where they, where they are categorized, because that's really everything with life. If you want to live a life where you are able to still be efficient, but appreciate and enjoy everything, like, you have to have priorities. They're also what help you make the right decisions. Because a certain opportunity for Casey might not be an opportunity for me simply because my priorities are different. I might be wasting my time on an opportunity where for him, it might be 
you know, gold. And so, uh, Casey, what are your thoughts on this? Like the fact that the, the, the balancing act balance itself as a whole doesn't really exist. What are your thoughts, man? Yeah. I, I would like to ask you guys a question. Like, what are you even balancing or what are you perceiving that you're even balancing in the first place? Like you might think like, oh, there's a lot of stuff going on, but in reality, your friends are just asking you to go out. You got your favorite TV show you want to watch. <laughs> you got to work out. Then you got this whole slew of PT cast stuff. Mm -hmm. Then you know you got classes and work and stuff like that. So, so what are what are you really balancing? Is is it just a perceived perception of a lot going on, or is it just a lot of fluff in your life that you don't really need to? That shouldn't even be on your list. That Joseph should, like that Joseph talked about shouldn't even be on that iPhone, shouldn't even have a check mark by it? Is it just a lot of fluff going on that that you're over or you're overwhelmed with just a lot of nonsense? Or is it truly like you have to choose and you have to balance between stuff that's important? So that's probably the first thing that that you probably have to ask yourself. Is it even worth having that conversation of, of balance? The next is whenever we talk about this, all I really want to say it's just like, just get your stuff done and move on. Like, that's that's all I want to say whenever we do this topic. Like, what, I maybe it's just me, I don't perceive the big deal of it, but it's kind of what Joseph's talked about. It's, it's your priorities, um, it's what you want to do, it's what you have to do, first of all. Then after that, it's okay, stop trying to, you know, multitask or do this and do that. Get what you have to done, get what you have to do done, get it out the way, then you no longer have to worry about it. So you don't mm -hmm. have to balance everything else. Then balance is not a thing anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. Like, like Joseph said, so just get it, make a list, make it priority, do whatever you have to do, get it done, check it out, cross it off, throw it in the garbage and move on to the next thing. Then you have less on your plate. You have less plate spinning. You have less things you have to worry about. You have less stress. You can go to sleep peacefully at night you can wake up with less stuff on your schedule so be so be diligent about it just just get it done and, and move on to the next thing because this is you guys are gonna have a lot of stuff pile up as you move through your pt school journey um you know physical therapy career and you got to learn to do that uh be diligent about it get it done and, and move on to the next thing so that's my thoughts on the first on the first bullet 100 percent. so for you guys that's just the first point. We have two more points to share. But in the particular situation that you are struggling with, what, like, like does, like, it, it applies. But now you have to figure out, okay, so the situation I'm dealing with, whether maybe, maybe I have a, a full-time job I have, I have another project, I'm taking a class, I'm trying to do this, I'm still applying a PT cast, I'm trying to do my essay. I feel like I'm being overwhelmed. The only, like... To be honest with you, let, let, let me be sincere here. Like when we talk about procrastination even, like that's where it spurs from. A lot of it spurs from just seeing something that's coming and just being so overwhelmed by it that we divert away from it for that like, like temporary feeling of, of like, oh, okay, I'm okay. Like it's like a temporary like pseudo feeling of safety, like everything's okay. And so you keep telling yourself that long enough, those things just accrue. Does that make sense? So now you might be looking, I'm saying this because it happened last year even. So, so now you might be looking at people applying to PT school and you're like, oh, they're killing it. I should probably start that application at some point. You find yourself in mid-October and you're like, shoot, my school's deadline is next week. Uh, 
what am I supposed to do with an essay? How do I do it? Like we saw it, Casey, you, you remember, you, you remember, we, we were getting things, we were getting things so last minute because we let things accrue. We want to feel that like, y'all got to get out of that. Get like, do you know what's funny? The opposite actually gives you that same rush of, you know, like, mm. like, like, like that freeing feeling that you get after you get something done. Like, okay, so let me give you an example. This morning, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, uh, went to my uh, uh, colleague and friend, Javier Carlin's place after I got ready. We got so much done before seeing our first patient at eight o'clock this morning that it, like we were even more energized. So the very thing you're you're looking for, that that boost that you're looking for, that feeling of, whew, I feel good, only comes when you actually take action, when you do something about it. So Casey's right. Sometimes you got to bite the bullet and just get things done, but you're not going to know what the right things to do are first if you don't have the priorities set up. So what are your priorities? Make a list of them. If you have a phone, write it on your phone. If you like to use a whiteboard, write it on your whiteboard so you see every morning. If you like to write on a piece of paper, do whatever you got to do, but figure out your priorities. The second thing is, that's the first thing. The first thing was it doesn't exist. The second thing is, in order to grow, you have to let go. What the heck does that mean, Joseph? In order to grow, you have to let go. It means that y'all are gonna have to let go of some stuff. And I think we've 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 often thought that the things that we have to let go of are things that are bad for us we we just have to let go of things that are not good um if i have a friend that's you know you know wasting my time or they're not really investing in our friendship you know may, 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 maybe that friendship has to go you know if i'm in a class that's really draining maybe that has to go like we always associate it with something wrong something bad there's a lot of good things that you're going to have to learn to say no to there's a lot of good things that you're going to have to learn and let go. So the call that I had today, I'm not going to call the person out, but I, but the call I had today with the pre-PT was um, someone who had completed their application. And after completing their application, now they have three main opportunities that they currently have. And they're just like ready to just kind of go into them. And I said to them, I was like, fantastic. Like, first of all, insanely proud of you because those are opportunities that any pre-PT, any physical therapy student would love to have. Those are great. Like I want you to pursue them, but always remember that you're going to have to, at some point, figure out, do these actually fall in line with what I'm pursuing? Do these fall in line with what I'm able to handle in terms of my priorities with the time I'm able to invest in my family in everything else that actually keeps my world going? Or am I going to feel like I'm being dragged simply because I just have to hold on to these good opportunities just because they're good? Or will I be able to say no to maybe one or two of them? if the time, you know, if that's needed. Sometimes to grow, you have to let go. It's like a hot air balloon. If that thing starts coming down, what's the first thing you're doing? You're chucking all the sandbags out. So certain things you're going to have to learn to say no to. The only way you learn how to say no to things, to things is if you know what your priorities are. That's what tells you. It's not a, oh, like Casey Joseph, I don't know what to say no to. They're all good. I have 10 things I'm trying to juggle. I'm trying. Okay, what are your priorities? Okay, oh, oh wow, those five actually fall into your third level priorities, but these other five are in your top level. Well, now we know what to say no to. It's it's a structure that just guides you. It's like a cheat sheet, guys. So first of all, it doesn't exist. So priorities are are the key to it, but also learning to say no to things. Casey's actually a master. So be, before this call, I asked Casey, I was like, yo, Casey, 
Like, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever like really like struggled with like balance? Honestly, like, maybe, I don't know if it's his personality or just the discipline that he's had just since he was a kid, but uh, he really doesn't have much of a struggle with it. I think I've had more of a struggle with it, honestly, than Casey has. So Casey, would you mind talking to us a little bit about this part? How to say no to things that we feel are are so like are so important or things that we don't necessarily want like don't want to like let go of or say no to or it might be people it might be certain activities it might be opportunities how how do we go about that casey yeah i don't think i need to add much to this you you've broken down perfectly but one thing i can probably i can probably add to it is that uh, we've talked about it before in in the sense of like training up your ability to handle more and i think this will help a lot with that because maybe in that student situation you're talking about, they have a lot of great opportunities. Let's just say it's three opportunities that are fantastic. Yeah. Maybe maybe your problem necessarily isn't that you have to say to say no to all three, but you have to have the ability to handle all three. Maybe this is a blessing or an opportunity or your next test in your next phase of life. And if you're not ready for it, then hey, all three of those opportunities have passed you by just because you couldn't you couldn't handle it. Because it's it's all a training ground. So, for example, maybe why I don't have a perceived struggle with this is from like probably before high school or something like that. I was taking music lessons, uh, you know, working odd jobs and stuff. Once I was in high school, uh, mom put me in a choir. I was in marching band, uh, plus you know, schoolwork, test, applying for different stuff, plus odd jobs around. Then got yeah. into college, you know. Joseph knows playing drums for, you know, different organizations, applying to PT school, making sure my grades are up to par, doing pre-PT grind, having all this. So it's it, it just builds on itself. So mm -hmm. when it came to, you know, the question he just asked me, it's like, well, I've been doing this type of stuff for so long. It's just it, it's it's training for it. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe you you saying no to stuff. Maybe that is a true thing. Maybe it's just a lot of fluff you got to say no to. Maybe it's you know, great opportunities, but hey, you're, you gotta take care of your younger siblings and it's just how life works. Maybe that is the situation. Mm -hmm. uh, but oftentimes it might just be that maybe you need to handle more and you're just not up to par to that yet. Or maybe wow. this next test is, is a part of that. So maybe these great, maybe you're gonna have these great opportunities, but yeah. where you are right now, you just have to, you just have to train for it. So I don't know if that went with this bullet point, but. It I don't know. Try it, it, man. It went perfectly <laughs> with it. So that's the first two guys. And then the last, the last one, and then we're going to be done. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to drop them below or send us a message at contactpreptgrind.com and we will communicate with you. But the last point is based on a book that I read called The Five Second Rule. Five, four, three, two, one. Take freaking action. So what the book's premise is, and I, and I don't want to spoil this because I feel like this is a book that will be important for a lot of y'all to read if you are struggling with taking action. Um, but, but every time, so the science behind it is the fact that every time that we are ready to take a certain action, our brain can start kind of fighting against that action taking impulse after five seconds. And so think about it, when you, when you wake up in the morning, and so when you wake up in the morning and you know you ready to hit the snooze button if you're finding yourself hitting the snooze button like five times you're definitely not not able i mean like that already slows you down for your day you end up feeling a lot more sluggish but the bottom line is 
if you within five seconds of getting that alarm were able to say five, four, three, two, one, and actually sit up and just say, all right, it's game time. You're more than likely not actually going to go back to sleep. Now, the longer you wait, once you get to six, seven seconds, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, chances are by the time I'm at 40 seconds, I'm already hitting REM. I'm already knocked out. Does that make sense? That's with anything else. I got to do my PTCast application, but I'm kind of tired. Five, four, three, two. All right, where's my laptop? Cool. All right. I got to get my assignments done. Five, four, three, two. Just because you're not giving yourself enough time to even stop. Like, y'all think I'm tripping? Shoot, that's how I'm living my life. Y'all try that. Try that for like three days straight and see how efficient you become. But at the end of the day, you have to take action. This whole balance thing, if you guys want to handle a lot of different things, if you guys want to get to the point where you can handle, like right now, Casey and I have multiple companies where we're we're balancing, we're both clinicians, we're both, I mean, there's a lot of ish we got to do, but we had to train for it. We had to, but to do that, you have to take action. Like, like I used to tell Casey, man, I was like, yo, bro, like, like, so he's good at it too. And I'm, and I'm saying this because this is like who I interact with a lot. It's like, Something happens and Casey's already like had a solution for it. He's already done it. And he's like, Joseph, if I let it sit, if I see a message for like, you know, like I might as well answer it then. Cause if I don't, I'm not gonna look at it later. Like it's not gonna happen. And so he has to act on it then. And so you have to learn to take action. But taking action is not just looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself, all right, we're gonna do no, just do it. Just do it. Don't give yourself more than five seconds to actually act on it. Decide and act. If you do it within that, the earlier in that five second count that you just start going for it, the more you're, uh, the more likely you are going to stick with it. Right now, if I wanted to go buy flowers for my fiance, five, four, three, two, I can get up, I can walk out my door, I can get in the car, I can go find some good flowers, I can come back, maybe maybe get a vase on the side, you know, get a little like you know, what's that powder they put in there just to make sure they all good and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like put the water, everything. I can do that, or I can say five, four, three. Actually, man, I'm kind of sore. She won't really know because she didn't expect flowers. Uh, maybe I can do it tomorrow because I have a little more time. By that time, there's no way I'm going to take action. Let's be real. So for you that has struggled with structure and balance, that has struggled, and if you're a physical therapist even watching this, if you're a PT student watching this, I don't really care. It applies to all of you. It applies to all of you. If you want to master your structure and balance game, your school life balance, your work life balance, whatever you want to call if you want to master it, these are the three things you have to do. You have to realize it doesn't exist. Don't try to just juggle stuff and assume that, well, other people do it. It's just, no, it doesn't exist. Prioritize. And if you prioritize, then number two becomes easy. Number two becomes easy because that's when you're realizing that you have to say no to things. And the only way you know how to say no to things is by understanding what your priorities are. Because what I say no to might be very different from, from what Casey says no to. If I rely solely on what I see as good or bad as what allows me to make my decision, then I'm setting myself up for failure. But lastly, take action and start taking action much, much faster. Give yourself a five second count before you eat. Like when you start thinking about pursuing an action, starting to do something, give yourself that five seconds and it's game over. And if you've never read that book, the five second rule, I guarantee, and, and, and if you're struggling with that part, oh my goodness, 
I guarantee that's the book you need to start listening to tonight. We're going to be done in like five minutes. So, you, so you'll have time. Catch at least like 30 minutes before you go to sleep. That's how you do this thing. That's how we do it. That's how we're able to show up every single week consistently. That's how we're able to serve so many people. Consi- like we can't, if we didn't master this, if we didn't understand this, there's no way we do this. At some point, being a physical therapist would outweigh me being able to serve pre-PTs and Casey being able to serve pre-PTs and being able to serve all the other avenues that we do. But it's all this and you can do it. It's not some like special like voodoo magic, like, ooh, they got, nah, it's all y'all can do it. And once you hone in on this, it's game over. It's game over. And we're not talking about, like, I can't balance this. I can't start. Nah, you follow those three things. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Case, what you think, man? Yeah, I've, just a short thought. After you do the five, four, three, two, one, just realize that that you should get over your own emotions of how you're feeling about the situation because it's not about you, like, at the end of the day. Mm. If it's PT cast, once you say you're five, four, three, two, one, you're like, all right, I'm starting. Realize that it's 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 not about you. Yes, you got to get in school and do it, but it's about you know the people you're going to impact, your future family, all that stuff. If you don't want to go to your job, there's people waiting for you there. Yep. Like you have to. It comes to a point where after you do this exercise, you have to get over yourself. You have to yeah. get out like get out of your own way. Get over your emotions about it because everything is not is it's not about that. It's, yep. it's real stuff going on out here, and you got to. Like we said at the beginning, you, you got to get things done. Like people, I think Greg Todd used this analogy before, but he used it like in terms of entrepreneurship or whatever. But he was like, people aren't rewarded for the time it takes, but if you just get it done or not. Mm. So you're rewarded for you finishing PT cast, but you're also penalized if you missed the deadline, right? So True. it's not about the time it takes for you to write your essay, to get you know all your stuff in. It's about if you get it done or not. The school, hmm. there's no time log on PTCAS. There's no time log when the schools review your application. They're just saying, did they get it done? Did they not? Did they complete all the necessary requirements? Did they not? I don't hmm. care how long they've been doing these undergrad classes. Did they get an A in it or did they not? Hmm. That's what it comes down to. So do this exercise, do the five, four, three, two, one, get over your emotions and, and get things done so you don't have to balance as much and we don't have to have. Um, this same type of conversation again. It's it's moving on to a different level you now that it. you've moved on. So you got it. Hey, that's it. That's it. Chat. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Free PT Chat. And guys, if you need anything, go to contactfreeptgrind.com. Uh, we are more than happy, more than uh, ready to serve you and take care of you with anything and everything that you need. Um, our team is just always wet. Like just it's what we do, guys. It's what we do. Uh, we love seeing y'all win. Um, we know that there are frustrations along the way. There are uh, moments where you pursue something. It, it might be getting rejected. It might be um, something that disappointed you. Don't don't give up on this dream of physical therapy if that's what you're pursuing. If that's what you want, don't give up on it. But as you do it, you're going to have to become more efficient. You're going to have to become better. Don't sell yourself short. Don't sell the potential self short by ignoring all these other areas and just zeroing in on just the PTCAS application or just what is expected of you on paper as an applicant. You have to become an all around beastly slash amazing individual. And the only way you're able to handle more, the only way you're able to be more efficient, the only way is is by doing some of the stuff that we share with you. And we're gonna be coming on and sharing 
you know, a lot of the things that have been valuable to us to learn, even myself, you know, a year out of PT school, there's a lot of things like looking back, I'm like, yo, even now there's even more things that I would just love to pour into y'all. Casey with his experience is not a physical therapist. It's the same thing. We're here to serve y'all. You guys have an absolutely amazing, amazing evening. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Pre-PT Success Program, a program designed to take Pre-PT students and help them become excellent DPT school candidates without wasting years of frustration during the application process. To learn and master Pre-PT Grind's six-step process that will get you into physical therapy school, the Pre-PT Success Program is exactly what you have been looking for reach out to us at contactprepetgrind.com, aka our Facebook Messenger. And thank you once again for joining us on this episode. We look forward to seeing you next week on the Pre-PT Grind 